0: This is Podflix, episode one ninety-six. I'm Paul. I'm Nish. I'm Willie. Good evening, gentlemen, and good evening. Well, it is Halloween. (laughs) It's spooky.
1: Oh yeah, fair enough. it's so good to like not be buzzing and everybody sounding good again and just back back in the saddle. <laughs> to
2: That's be clear, it. we're talking about audio buzz, not that we're like we were all on various substances when we do this usually. <laughs> Unfortunately. I mean we yeah, exactly. I'm drinking, I'm drinking coffee. Sometimes I've been really like pretty drunk. Yeah. With the coffee though, you could be buzzing by the end of this depending on how strong that mm. coffee is. I don't know. I'm just so tired. I'm like, well, We're gonna do
1: this till one in the morning. I might as well might as well jazz up. (laughs) Might as well. Yes.
0: And on this episode, we are going to be talking about uh the 2022 uh Robert Picardo vehicle, Confess Fletch, um that we all watched. And before we do, I am curious to know what you guys know about Fletch because it was a series of books, it was a brief series of movies, and now it's back. Uh, still in movie form, I guess. <laughs> yes. The not 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 in pog form yet. Not yet. Um, and for, I, uh, for me, yeah. this was like the very first exposure to anything Fletch I, I had ever seen. And I'm curious if that's true for you guys as well.
1: Yeah, same for me. What I was going to hop the line and say is like, this was my choice of movie. And the reason is like, I was like dicking around Reddit as I do. And somebody posted like, hey, like, Oh no. Maybe it was like a variety article. I don't remember. So article of mine, it was like, Hey, you know, like movie theaters, movie houses have stopped promoting comedies. It's either like dramas or maybe some rom-coms, but straight comedies. They've not promoted in a very long time, unless it's like Kevin Hart. Mm -hmm. That's it. And this was like, this is actually a really good comedy. It's underrated. The, 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 um, what do you call it? production company didn't really push it put a lot of money into advertising for it but you should check it out so true that's, that's but, but i i know nothing about fletch but I, other than i knew chevy chase was in it and i think my dad thought it was funny
2: true story by the way kevin hart was first choice for this film and then john tam was their backup they were like kevin hart but if not kevin hart john ham those are that that's the comic sensibilities we're looking for
1: it's believable,
2: actually. <laughs> um, it's very believable. I have seen some part of one of the Fletch movies, but I do <laughs> not know which one for sure. I, I think it's the first one. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's it's the first one. And yeah, I've never seen the whole thing, but I've definitely seen parts, and it was probably a very long time ago, um, but I have a vague recollection of it. Like, what I remember of it is like Chevy is kind of bumbling around sort of the way that he does um, mm-hmm. in, in you know, in his movies, like, in, in his heyday. I remember him having, like, kind of a ridiculous sort of Afro wig in, in one part, and much like he does in this movie, um, I remember the character constantly making up aliases to whoever, basically. Like, that That seemed like... I don't know if that's part of the books, but if it's not, then they definitely kept that from the movie for this one. Like, that, that was something that if I remembered one thing really about whatever I saw of the first two Fletch movies, it was like, yeah, I remember him like constantly just making up fake names to like get into different places and talking to different people. So, but that's it. Definitely, definitely not any kind of Fletch super fan. (laughs) I wonder how many Fletch super fans exist. I I think there definitely are. Like, I feel like that first movie is like quite a cult film. Yeah. Yeah, Like, 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 like people, you know, from everything I read, like this was like, people like not like the world at large but there were definitely people who were like clamoring for a long time to get another fletch movie made like a reboot or a remake or whatever you want to call it like some kind of other fletch movie <clears throat> my understanding john ham is one of those people and he essentially
1: like deferred his entire salary to make this thing he's basically like yes i'll do it
2: interesting
0: well, we'll talk about it, and we'll see if that gamble paid off. There were nine books, so there's a lot, there's a lot of material to mine here. Yeah, and I believe this I mean, is the second.
2: This, this was the second one, I believe, from what I read. Oh, geez, confessed Fletchus, yeah. Here, huh? yep. uh, financially, I don't think it worked out.
1: Unless they're unless they're getting a boat boat boatload of money from Showtime, right?
0: Well, you never know if it's going to spawn sequels or whatever, right? Like that could pay off further down the line, and they do kind of. I mean, we'll we'll get into it, but like they do kind of explicitly set up a sequel. Yeah,
2: yeah. Let's get back to that financially part too, because I I do want to talk a little bit about like the promotion for this film or lack thereof. Sure. Like 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 as, as as you talked about Willie, kind of, yeah. Just none. Yeah.
0: Um, so let's talk about the movie itself first, though. Nish, you want to give us a quick recap?
2: Sure. Um, so I'll do this. You've had had trickier ones, dude. Yeah, but this one is like, um, so so for anyone who doesn't know, like, the general Fletch novels or anything about Fletch, so Fletch is, like, basically the nickname, the name that, um, am Fletcher uh, goes by. He is an erstwhile investigative reporter, um, who is kind of like generally in these movies, like kind of well-to-do and just kind of gets himself sort of in, you know, up to, up to shenanigans. He kind of sticks his nose in where it doesn't belong. And also kind of just generally kind of like acts like a jackass a lot of the time, but kind of a lovable jackass. Um, and in this movie, he is, um, he has been in Europe for some time and in Italy and has struck up a relationship with, um, Angela Degrassi, who is, uh, a, the daughter of Count Degrassi, <laughs> um, and, uh, the count has disappeared and his paintings, his, his painting, his art collection has gone missing and his art collection is extremely, extremely valuable. Um, so he kind of gets dispatched by or offers to go, um, help figure out kind of what's going on with the art collection, which they have reason to think, uh, might have been, uh, might, might have resurfaced in the United States, in Boston. So he flies into Boston, um, uh, gets settled in the townhouse that his girlfriend has sort of like made arrangements for him to stay in and immediately finds that there is a dead a body of a dead woman in his townhouse, calls the police, the police come and immediately think that he is the prime suspect um, for, for this murder. Um, and then the movie proceeds kind of in parallel with him kind of fairly unconcerned about the, the fact that he is the prime suspect for a murder, trying to figure out what's going on with this art theft, while at the same time, the police detectives are trying to tail him and, um, and, and kind of also figure out, you know, like get enough evidence on him to like put him away for this murder. And then are the two things connected? Yes. And we kind of go from there.
0: So you mentioned at the top, Willie, that, you know, this this movie is a comedy and comedies have trouble getting promoted and all that stuff. My question is, is this movie actually a comedy? Um, because, you know, I, I, spent a lot of time trying to figure out what this movie was. and oh, really? Um, in, in, in several different ways. And one of the ways was like, <clears throat> this struck, this struck me personally as a kind of movie where amusing things happen but I'm not sure it's a comedy, um, if that makes sense.
2: I think it depends maybe on what your view of comedy is. I will agree that this is not a comedy in the sense that you mentioned Kevin Hart. It's not a comedy in the sense that any movie with Kevin Hart would be a comedy um, or or any number of people. I'm not picking on or singling out Kevin Hart here. Like There's plenty of other things that are like, comedies that come out where it's like oh there's a comedy you're going to be like going with your friends and laughing the whole time or like you know that kind of not that kind of movie but i do think it's a comedy in the way that it's like i don't know what else you could call it if not a comedy meaning like it is more a comedy than any other kind of movie i would say it is certainly in no way a mystery of any kind like the mystery mm-hmm. seems almost secondary to what's going on like it's it's very low stakes the whole time like never at any point are you like what's going to happen to Fletch? Like, could he die? Even though like he actually like almost gets killed at the end. Like you never feel like there is any chance of anything like that happening at any point. It's just more like, it's like, here's this, here's this dude, just charmed, you know, living a charmed life, just kind of going around, like kind of goofing around a little bit. Um,
1: yeah, yeah I didn't it, think they knew what to do with it, dude is the thing is that like, it's, it's quick. It's a 90 minute movie. And it's really fast, but dry humor. And repetitive. very, fast very, very dry. dry humor. humor. Yeah, right. So there's not a moment for the audience to laugh together. It's like, you're like, oh, that was clever. That was clever. That was clever. Like, it, <laughs> it builds. And there's maybe one or two moments where I, I give one of those audible, like, ha to myself. But you don't have a lot of time to laugh. So I think that's where it's tough to reconcile. Is this a comma? Like what is this thing? Right. right.
2: They're they're very like like you said, like like most of the thing like so probably about two-thirds of the of the funny things in this come from like just like John Ham like line readings and lines which are very tossed off and go like very quick. <laughs> um so like like you said, they're not like and then the other stuff, the other one third are probably like the situations that come about. More or less, you know, at I different mean, points. The the most
1: ridiculous the, the line the area that I laughed the most was when he asked about um if she knew what
2: the word bespoke means. <laughs> yes. The the tossed off one that Wait, I that really like funny. The tossed off one that I really like is when they're outside the police station and uh Roy Wood Jr., the the uh the inspector is like talking about something he's like oh he's like i went i went to the art gallery and then i he's like so i took a look around the corner and he's like where the fudge is made and then it's just like <laughs> like it just like moves right on to the next sentence it was like oh, i like that
0: yeah and i guess that's it's what crazy. i mean by
2: like a movie that's it
0: was there was amusing parts of it but i don't know if i would say like if somebody said like oh was that was that what was it be the genre of that movie i'm not sure comedy would be the first thing i like the end of it like I mean, there are parts like, especially in the second half of the movie, that are like,
2: "This is a borderline farce." Like, it gets kind yes. of ridiculous. Um, farce, farce is actually a good, like, line. Like, obviously, like the scene, the 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 dinner scene is is yeah. like is absolutely farce. Is what they're going for. Where like every character from the movie like comes into that room like pretty much at the same time, who he's given like multiple names to. Like, yeah. Like, like, that's very much what they were going for with that. Yeah, it's it's like you said, it's like, they're all comedic things. But it's like, the brand of comedy is not like, like, it, it is not the kind of movie where you're going to be like, I don't know, like, for whatever reason, like, bridesmaids pops into my head. And it's like, there's nothing like the fucking like toilet scene in bridesmaids or something like that, where you're just gonna be <laughs> like, Oh, I remember that, you know, it's like, right, like, like, that'll stick with me. Like, there's no particular scene in this where that's what you're saying. But it is in my opinion anyway I found it consistently amusing amusing was a good word I think Willie where it's like it is it is amusing though like up through much of its runtime so let's talk about let's talk about
0: some of the characters because there's quite a lot in this movie and again for for me like one of the things I was trying to figure out about this movie is like what is like what is the world that that Fletch kind of lives in and I eventually settled on the fact that like what the movie told, who the movie told me Fletch was didn't match up with, like, who he was on screen. And I eventually landed, for me, on the notion of he is the only, like, like reasonably sane person, like, sur- surrounded by a tornado of just, like, wacky, wacky people. Like, everybody he interacts with is completely wacky. um, And, you know, from the next door neighbor with the dog and, like, setting herself on fire to... Even like um, that was that was, that was
2: that was probably my favorite set piece for what it's worth, by the way, was the entire scene in that neighbor's apartment where she doesn't like slices. Because it, it's the, it was the first scene, I think, where where Fletch is like not supremely self-confident, but it is actually like watching like kind of horrified and like retching, like about to retch at one point with like the chicken that he's like cooking and all that.
0: Right, and he's yeah. he's he like is, the normal person. He's like he's right. re- he's reacting the way a normal person in the real world would react. Right, right, right.
1: Exactly. A uh, little little more muted. Yes. It does remind me of like there's moments of it as like I can definitely see Chevy Chase playing exactly what John Hamm is playing well, right
2: I, now. It, I I was gonna say like I think like the way in which he's funny is like very much like probably intentionally right like like it was channeling I feel like a Chevy Chase performance and it feels like something that John Hamm actually can do quite well like like it fits John Hamm's persona fairly well to like do that same thing but like that same kind of like very like constantly making fun of the other person but in a, in a way that the other person doesn't realize they're being made fun of partially because they're ridiculous but also like just just in a way that kind of flies over their heads constantly which is like kind of like a Chevy Chase trademark in like most yeah. of his movies that's how he is
0: Right, like he's really, he's really going through the movie talking to us, right, uh, and right. not really talking to and the other. And character. he's very
2: like like a character calls him arrogant at one point, and it's like yes, he's very like he is he is very much like I am the smartest person in the room. Like like he very much believes that at all times, and he probably is in many. And he's cases. mostly yeah, he's <laughs> yes. mostly right actually. Right. Like right, he he has some like very elaborate
0: plans, and like like this is and this is the thing that gets into like the disconnect is like people. Various people call him an idiot throughout like, um, the movie. And it's like, he's not an idiot. Like he has these somewhat elaborate plans. They all work out like the fireworks with the boat, like the thing with the van getting, like it all kind of, it may not go perfectly to plan, but like, he's actually a highly competent person. He's not an idiot. Right. Um, but I do want to, so let's, but we want to talk about some of the characters. I want to start by talking about the two detectives. Because in my mind, if anybody stole the movie, it's those two. They yeah. are amazing. Fucking,
2: fucking Grizz, man. Grizz was <laughs> awesome.
0: <laughs> Grizz is <was> cr- <laughs> so, I don't, I
1: I don't have, know I, what, have what, what the right, the, and, I have a couple of notes, right? Which is like there's a couple of running gags that just like really like, played for me on the sleep-deprived Roy Wood Jr. <laughs> <Junior>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, that, that, that just played for me. <laughs> you Ferberizing? Yeah. like him, Like, them always falling asleep just, like, got me every time.
2: I just really like seeing him in this movie. Like, I know him mostly from his, like, Daily Show persona, and, like, I feel like seeing him <laughs> actually playing, like, a real person character, because, I mean, the cops, well, especially him, he's, like, probably the other mostly normal character in this movie uh, where he's like a recognizing recognizably normal person even if like his reactions at times are like a little odd like he's they're no more odd than Fletch's probably
0: no and he's he also
2: he's also int- highly intelligent right like he right. clocks what Fletch
0: is very quickly and how to interact with him and how to talk with him
2: yes yeah you always get the sense that he is like managing Fletch when when they when like they have their little get togethers in the police station yeah 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 but yeah and uh, there, th- there, like there are numerous i feel like like you said like kind of running bits with like him and the cops like between like yeah the 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 baby stuff and then like like always getting his feet out and like and like you know it's like like and him like the... ditching grizz at, like at every like right exactly ditching his tail at every opportunity yeah, yeah, every opportunity my favorite i think is the elevator <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> when he,
1: he says like when he got out and like <laughs> Essentially, got out in the middle of the tunnel. Yeah, just like yeah, walks too. <laughs> Yeah, and and uh, I I
0: don't know who the actress is, but she the way she's exasperated in the movie is at him is so good.
1: Yeah, her I name like is. She's the one that solves it eventually. Her name is Aiden Aiden, Aiden Mayer.
2: Yeah, she does not have a Wikipedia page, so she, that. That. she got an seems am, like a newcomer. The page, yeah. Well, hopefully she'll. Right. She, She'll get she'll, a lot she'll more come stuff. stuff. Up. Yeah, agreed. Because yeah. I think she's really good.
0: And then let's talk. So why don't we? And then why don't we talk about? Um, you know, we have his his girlfriend and her mother-in-law. Sure, <laughs> Angela are, who are, and the Countess <laughs> were a couple of big presences in the movie.
2: Yeah, I um I. I'm sure there's something because it didn't seem like so, so, but I can't think of a movie where I've seen Marsha Gay Harden playing like a comedic part before. I don't know she was comedic. She was just ridiculous. Yes. Yes. But that, 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 yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like she's just like so beyond over the top. So broad. A yeah. character. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. I, I felt like she was having a lot of fun with it and it was, it was kind of fun, fun to watch. Um, his girlfriend, I think, is like it, it's a harder part to play because, you know, his, his girl like there's to the extent there's like plot stuff going on. It's kind of with her. Um And I do feel like like I don't think I had any issue with the actress, but I do feel like that part felt a little like it was fine in the beginning. But then I did feel like when when it came time for her to like kind of have her turn, so to speak, I mean, she's not bad, but there's definitely like stuff going on in the you know in the middle of it like that felt a little forced a little a little bit where all of a sudden she's like keeping all these secrets um it did it, it did feel a little bit like oh, what's going on here and it, and it kind of led to the part which we'll get into when i guess we get past the characters like maybe the one part of the movie that i wasn't didn't really love kind of was around her as well so that's my two bits on them <laughs> all right <laughs>
1: I, mean, I have nothing to add to it. I, I, my, um, his girlfriend. What's her name? Andy. And what's her, the what, <laughs> character's name?
2: And, uh, Andy. Yeah, 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 Andy, 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 Angela. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, Angela, yeah. Angela Degrassi. There's a couple scenes that I
1: liked with her in it, but it wasn't her. Right, I liked um, Marsha Gay Harden. I enjoyed. because so she was like super nuts. It was really fun to see her in a uh, scene like that. Um, movie role uh, like that. Um. Uh, one of the other running gags I liked was John Hamm being like, I speak good Italian. And then him like, (laughs) not totally whatever it was. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And they actually had, the two of them had really good chemistry together. They did. did. Yeah. Which, which was really good to see. like, and yeah, well, we could talk about what happens at the end later, but like, yeah, it's, they were, they were, you know, they were, they were good. I thought, I thought Marcia Gay Harden was a little over the top and like, I felt like she showed up maybe one too many times for me. Um, Probably, yeah, I could, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they, they could have deployed her a little bit less, and that would have been fine. Um, and then so let's also talk about uh, let's talk about the old white guys in the movie. We have Kyle McLaughlin and John Slatterly, um, in the movie. <laughs> both well, John Slatterly's just having a blast, right? Like, that's pretty much
2: his role. is just Dude, like he's
1: uh, he's back with his old. I was gonna Mad say, man, Paul. you get, you get, you just, get the <laughs>
2: stealth Roger Sterling, Don Draper reunion. For for like one they scene basically, but yeah,
1: I mean their chem their chemistry on screen together is just so good and locked in,
2: and that that scene was great. Yeah, I yeah. I just like how cantankerous Baltimore. he is. Yeah, John Slattery. Um, yeah, Kyle, Kyle Lachlan. Um, an- another person like in his own way playing like just a ridiculous person, not over the top in qu- in quite the same way, but definitely over the top. I mean definitely him dancing to edm music with his like uv like UV whatever di- it was yeah. yeah His like uv wand like was pretty ridiculous
1: yeah i didn't get his character too much to be honest with you
0: he was a character that struck me as someone who was wacky for the sake of being wacky
2: yeah like, I none of that, really, of that
0: really like for the for other people like it kind of serves the plot like things kind of move along like, even, like, the crazy stoner next-door neighbor lady, like, her the, re, the, the her being like that, like, gives Fletch a lot of information and then, like, you know, brings
2: brings in a new character towards the end. That, that makes sense. That also felt like a, to the degree someone that wacky can be a lived-in person, like, she felt like a lived-in person, like, as in, I don't know about Boston, but there are definitely plenty of people in New York apartments who are like that. Who, yeah, who are, Ky- who are just like a complete mess their place looks like a hoarder's place and like they're just yeah
0: kyle mclaughlin struck me as a little bit as like a character that was I, I don't know if this is true this is just my opinion but like struck me as someone who was a character that was written very straightforward and he came in and said you know what i want to bring to this character and like and they're like all right fine let's do it and like, why not Yeah, yeah because again like it doesn't add anything to the movie it's it's not it's never like used against him in any way
2: or, you know, an important part of what's going right. on. It's just only, like, only the germophobia, which I assume was already in, in, I mean, that's probably in the book. I would imagine from yeah. what I, from what I read, this, this movie is quite faithful to the book. Um, yeah. So he's just, he's just, I don't know. I've seen
0: him in a couple other things lately and he always seems to want to play like a weird character.
2: That's an interesting thought. How do you think this shit reads? Good question. I have no. I've I've never read these novels. I I hear they're like not very long, like like like. I think I would imagine not. Yeah, yeah. Like I think they're generally pretty slight. I mean, people seem to like them. Like like you know, they were popular. There's a reason they've gotten made into movies and stuff. Um, from what I've heard, they're fairly tight. Like like uh, you know, yeah, I, I you mean, think people think they're like funny or clever or like what it like. like it's possible. I feel like some of this stuff. Like, like, like this dry sort of humor sometimes can be better on the page than, you know, than it is on the screen. Um, yeah, I read a fair amount about like getting Fletch in like on the silver screen, so to speak, like the original. Um, and like it was definitely a thing where it seems like a lot of the dry humor is like there and a lot of the physical like, the physicality, which John Hamm didn't bring as much, but there's definitely some. Um, but, like, that was definitely a Chevy Chase thing, like, in most Chevy Chase movies. Like, Mm -hmm. that was, like, kind of, obviously a piece that he sort of brought to it and probably a needed piece, honestly, because it's, like, otherwise it might just be too talky. Hmm. So, we've been talking about the people in the
0: movie, um, and I want to talk a little bit about what happens and this, maybe this gets into some criticism because, um, I at least have some criticism about the, the end of this movie and 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 a bit what happens. Um, Nish, you want to you kick us off there?
2: Yeah, I mean, I can say mine pretty quickly. Like, I, I don't have a criticism with, like, the end end, like, like the denouement, but, like, the climax of the movie where, where, where they go to the yacht club or whatever it is, and, and, you know, it just feels like he is so not competent in that one point in a way that we have not seen him be up to that point and really not afterwards either, where it's like afterwards you find out that like, you know, everything with the count was staged between him and the count. And they were like trying to, you know, it's like, Oh, like all that, all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But like for those like eight minutes or whatever it is, it's like, he's like kind of a buffoon for, and, and in, in a way, like he totally like slips all over the place, gets himself caught. And then like, I guess I'm fine with like that. He accuses, the girlfriend which did you know seem pretty obvious that she was like guilty or whatever until like he um Kyle McLaughlin pulls the gun on them but then it's like he's like falling over himself to like apologize to her in the middle of it which also kind of seemed a little like I don't know just not like the unflappable like person we've seen up to that point and then like he doesn't really do anything to say like which is fine like we don't need to be have him be a hero but like they kind of everybody takes pains to point out to him during that point too that it's like you did nothing and it's like which isn't really true um I don't know it yeah th- th- that whole part just seemed off to me and yeah so that's that's my issue
0: yeah I agree yeah, I mean it, that felt like it a different movie to me thing. like it, it like it was weird that's the part where like people keep telling him he's an idiot and I'm just like but he's not an idiot like right. um but he, he was for a few minutes um, and, and I think this gets into something they, they changed from the book, which is like, she is guilty in the book, um, and not, and the thing of it is like, they walked right up to that and then like backed away from it. And then the end it's just like, yeah, she just kind of dumped me. And it's like that, that whole thing just kind of like fizzles out into nothing because it, it felt like instead of just having her actually be in
1: on it, they didn't like want to do that for whatever reason. I don't know why, man, because the whole time they were like they were basically foreshadowing that like, yeah, like it's obvious. He's being taken advantage of and blah, blah, blah. And like, she's the bad guy. Like it felt obvious the whole movie. And then it didn't pan out in the end. Right. It makes sense that that's, she was, I don't know, maybe they changed their mind last minute. I'm not sure.
0: I I don't know, but like, you're right. Because like he clocks to a lot of stuff and like, gets us gets us like completely wrong. right? Right. And, and, um, yeah, as, as as such, like her character kind of has nowhere to go at the end because it felt like they're just like you know, it's like they they break up off screen and like there nothing ever happens, and it's kind of weird.
2: Yeah, and, yeah, like you you don't see her basically after like the scene basically where where he's talking to the count right at the end and 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 you know and and they come in the countess and Angela come in and find out he's still alive and like he doesn't even talk to her at that point. He kind of like slips out the side. I mean, granted they've already broken up at that point, but it's like, right. you, you really don't see her almost at all after like the climax of the movie. And there's still like a good, like, I don't know, like almost 10 minutes maybe after that. Yeah. Of like, yeah. Of like kind of winding down and like finding out that he kind of had this whole, you know, like kind of out, finding out where the van fits in and then right. like, and sending and he had been things saying, and all that.
0: Yeah. He'd been saying earlier, like he's thinking about proposing to her and like all this stuff. And it's just like, yeah, they just kind of hand wave that all, all every like it, it all away. And I don't know, that that part felt unsatisfying to me for sure.
2: Yeah. I
0: would I would agree with that. Um the other thing is there's the 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 tornado of wackiness around him like got to me a little bit. And the one that put it over the edge was the security guard at the yacht club. Um, who just oh. like, it was like oversharing with everybody who comes to the gate and just like, and it's clearly like not that good at his job, but like, that's fine. But like, it's like, like, I don't, I don't need everybody in this movie to like have a thing about them. Right.
2: Yeah. I know. I know what you mean. That was uh what's his name? It was uh Eugene Merman who I, I wonder if they just like asked to like, just like riff over and over again. He's, you know, plays uh gene on Bob's burgers.
0: Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It felt like yeah, it so felt much- it, it it felt like riffing, right? Like, because it's like a lot of it is almost like mumbled in the background while like like you can hear the dialogue going on while um while like Fletch is like you know like on the boat for instance like on the rowboat with the fireworks and stuff like a lot of it's going on then, right? Yeah, yeah, I I, I know what you mean. Like I I I didn't. I don't feel like I clocked that one way or the other, but I will say, like, I don't feel like that security guard was, like, one of my... Like, it wasn't something where I was, like, chuckling or laughing during anything he was saying. Like, I was... It, like, I just felt, like, kind of, like, extra stuff. A part I did, like, a fair amount was, um, you know, an, an one of his many bullshit stories, like, things that he does. I feel like the, the two I like the, like, the two that stand out to me, like, right now, anyway, are... um. I really like when he's at the yacht club with that old, like the Commodore or whatever and that he says that he's his bullshitting uncle. his way through the story. <laughs> yeah. And he's just like, Oh, he's like, we lost him. He's like, yeah, he, uh, he got sliced up by a boat. <laughs> he swam into a boat propeller. <laughs> <laughs> then, like, he's like, oh, yeah. Like you're like, yeah. And the guy's like horrified that. Yeah. And, and I also like, um, when he first goes up to the street artist and tells him, tells him he's yeah. like, Mike, Mike Wahlberg, Mikey Mike. And then at the end, they're like, what was your name? And he's like, what did I say? I <laughs> <what I'd>
1: say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, I I, I I like that too, and, and 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 I like that he ends up like distributing all the paintings at the end. Um, it it felt weird that there was such a big to do with the owner of the condo, um, and like his, and that ended like, up
2: being nothing. That was that was like a total red herring.
0: That, right that, that ended up being nothing and it felt like it came at the expense of um the boyfriend of the victim who like shows up really late in the movie and then but gets part of the emotional payoff at the end and it's like well this person's been in one other scene so far where they were like and barely like and like barely yeah, yeah
2: barely in that scene
0: yeah which i which just again felt weird to me
2: yeah I agree that was that was maybe a little bit weird i I mean it like makes sense because I guess they wanted to set up like if they didn't have that person in a scene before, you would have no idea... Like, you'd have no idea who it was at the end when he gets the check, or, or, or whatever it was, and they kind of needed, I think... They needed to give... Like, they needed him to give something to Laurel's family, because otherwise it's, like, you know, to kind of show that it's, like, well, he's a good guy. Like, somebody died in this, and, like, he right. hasn't forgotten that. Right. <clears throat> like, some, some completely innocent person.
0: Any other... Final thoughts or things people want to bring up?
1: Uh, I was going to ask, how hey, you, you know, are you mad at me for making you watch a movie that wasn't Marvel or fucking space? No, it's first a- first one we've done in a minute. That's like you know, kind of a normal, everyday, run of the mill movie. Yeah, what was the last is- comedy you guys watched on purpose? Uh, that's a good question. I actually
0: question. am not the biggest fan of comedies, so tend not to watch them
1: by and large. Um, do you watch stand-up shows have you watched Do or do you just not
2: you just don't like to laugh huh i'll watch stand-up shows sometimes but
0: well i'm a i'm a i'm a dead husk of a man inside so there's no joy in my life so i don't like to laugh um don't i
1: know it don't i know it
0: i mean the the, the actual truth of it is like comedies are funnier if you watch them with people and i watch most of my movies late at night by yeah,
2: myself that that's absolutely true that's same. i feel the exact same way I'm looking back at our movies to be like, were any of these comedies? I mean, it's hard to do a review. We did life of Brian that. I don't think we released. No, we never released. But it's, yeah. Uh, and like, well, I, no, I, it's hard. I guess I, I really could, wouldn't go ahead. No, I was going to say like, to what, to what degree do you consider the suicide squad? A comedy, I guess would be our last one, which it's certainly not primarily a comedy, but it's also probably That's funny. Yeah. It's, it's, funnier than most like it it is just aiming to make you laugh at many points
1: it's really tough to review a comedy because it's you can really boil it like yeah that was funny This one, i thought there was more to talk about based around the fledge and there's like things happening in this movie yeah
0: and i think a a movie like this like
2: it either charms you or it doesn't right yes i i totally agree with that yeah i can i i can see people watching this I, I get the sense that none of us hated this movie, um, from from the way we're talking about it. But I could totally see someone hating this movie if the, if this isn't their particular cup of tea. I get uh, more than hating. I could just be them, see them being like, "This is so boring," and like turning it off after like twenty minutes. Like if because if it doesn't yeah, if it doesn't charm you, that's how you would feel. You'd just be like, "What a fucking waste of time."
1: Yeah, if it doesn't charm you, and you're like, "This is just too ridiculous for yeah. me,"
2: and and you will know pretty quickly. Like like it, it is. It is the movie it is pretty much from the get-go. So it's like, if, mm-hmm. if in the first 10 minutes, you're not like, oh, this is like, I kind of like, I, like, I want to see where this is going. Um, then it's like, yeah, you, you might as well just turn it off at that point. But yeah, um, yeah.
1: Something something I wanted to bring up is I, honestly, I can't remember a lot of movies that are like really take place in Boston.
2: That don't, that was I, actually, hold on. I, I, I'm i going to piggyback onto that. I feel like there are quite a few movies that take place in Boston this is the first one I can think of that does not make use of the Boston accent for the most mm-hmm. part. Like, right. like people people aren't walking around with their ridiculous like Pakan oh, yeah. Avid Yad stuff. Like it's like which I I appreciated as someone who, you know, I don't live in Boston or anything, but like I went to school in New England and it's like, you know, not everybody speaks like that by a long shot. So mm-hmm. yeah, I I liked that. No, no, there's I like, like the intentional Boston movies, like The Departed,
1: where it's just like so thick that accent, right? Exactly. Or, the, or a lot of the Mark Wahlberg movies, right? Mark like Wahlberg so movies, or this like was
2: like yeah, The Town or like Goodwill Hunting, like all the you know all that shit. Um, but at the same time, I do feel like it, they, there were some things that it was like, yeah, you guys know, my, like you guys know what you're doing. Like, like when he asks about where can I get fireworks, and the guy's like New Hampshire. And it's like, yep, I'm <laughs> like that is true. No fireworks in Massachusetts. <laughs> Got to go right across the border. There's a huge fucking store. Um, I guess you've been there, huh? Yes, I have. It's also where you'd have to go get beer on uh, on Sundays, or whatever. like you go to the go to the duty <laughs> duty free store in New Hampshire, back over the border. There's yeah, no so like, there. yeah, yeah, like, like, like there was like little shit like that where it was kind of like, yeah, like this is. uh you know it's it's not it's not to that generic like it's like this feels there are parts that feel like they know what they're talking about with new england but yeah i i really liked that they did not have like these stereotypical like matt like mass whole accents going on mm-hmm. agreed um There's none. one thing i would say th- th- this actually kind of just goes right back to what we were saying about like either charms you or it doesn't i feel like this kind of fits into that like i said this at the beginning but like this movie has like no stakes like it, it is for a movie that purportedly like has a like it has a murder that's trying to be solved and a theft that's trying to be solved, but like none of it, like that is like almost beside the point. And, and it's like, like I said, at no point is like anything escalating or like, you're like, who could it be? Like, it's like, just not that kind of movie who, at yeah. all. Who cares? Right. Yeah. So it's like, if, you know, it, it, again, it's, you know, it, it's just good if like, if anyone's going to watch it, like it's good to know going in a little bit that it's like, look, it's like, nominally it's like a mystery but it's not at all like it's it's just it's kind of like a shaggy doggish just kind of like going around doing stuff and kind of being amusing doing it and just like like you said paul like he's like he is just interacting with like a tornado of wackiness more or less mm, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that is the movie so given all
0: that why don't we put some grades on this and willie i'm curious to start with you and see what you thought about this
1: I've been hemming and hawing on this because the end was kind of a train wreck for me, but I think Nishu hit the nail on the head. What this movie feels like to me is an episode of 30 Rock without Tracy Morgan where, like, every character is utterly ridiculous. It's just missing the big fucking laugh somewhere. But everything else is, like, really smart, really funny, really fast, and it's dry the way I like it. Like, the the Jack Donaghy humor is, like, dry and fast and he's already on to the next joke before you've even like registered the last joke and it was like a lot of that and i think the plot doesn't matter so much you're just for me i was just happy to be along for the ride with that fast quippy humor i thought the writing was tight in that way i love john ham in this in this movie period um that whole scene about bespoke and be speaking to and be taught, like so, just fucking slayed me.
2: The, the, uh, the payoff is really good too. At the dinner where, where she's like, I knew you yeah. were fake. You don't even know what bespoke meant. It's it so good. That,
1: <laughs> that was the one part of the movie that I just was just like, I couldn't like, I videoed it. I sent it to my friends. Like, it was like, this is funny. Um, my other friends guys don't, don't, don't get jealous. Um, so um, you have other friends we have three stop. and a half out of five i'm glad it was out of five <laughs> i like that you specified i like that you
0: specified
2: three and a half, like out, of we, we and a half out of two we didn't totally change the, the scale we're, we're, yeah you wanted to specify it's like i know we decided we were going to yeah. go out of seven stars but <laughs> uh how about you nish um yeah i i really um i really like your uh description of it as like 30 rock because i i agree with you that the both that the humor is very similar in a lot of ways and that it's missing sort of that anarchic like energy that um that tracy morgan would bring uh to it and it also is good because john ham was on 30 rock um for you know as, as a guest star numerous times um yeah, we didn't actually. I realized that when you mentioned that that we didn't like talk in depth about John Hamm in that role. So I'll just do that now as I do my thing. Um, I think, yeah, I, I agree. I, I thought he was great. I mean, I, he's he's just, I think, a really charming screen presence. Uh, honestly, um, he and and he just does like he does like smart humor, and then also kind of buffoonish at the same time, and like just like he's got this like you know, he's obviously a very handsome man. And at the same time has this like very goofy, like this goofiness to him. It's like what it's why he does so well on like SNL and stuff like that when he's on it. Um, But he's just really good in the role. Like, I, I think it makes a lot of sense for him. Um, Otherwise, you know, we kind of talked about the stuff that, you know, I kind of the same thing you said, honestly, Willie, you know, it's like the end was a train wreck, but I was reasonably charmed by this movie for most of its running time. So I will also give it a three and a half.
0: You know, I think it, it,
2: a couple of what you guys said is
0: interesting. One, I have, there are many episodes of 30 Rock that I like better than this movie. Um, Fair enough.
2: <laughs> and
0: sure. I, I, but would, I, think, I would but, agree with
2: that too. <laughs> uh,
0: but I do think that's a yeah, good description. Same. And you know what, guys? I think I might just not be a ham fan at the end of this. Like, oh. Because. I didn't love him on 30 rock. I didn't love him on Kimmy Schmidt. I didn't love mad men. And I didn't love him in this. Like, you know, I've seen him wow. in a decent number of things. Um, and none of them. I'm like, I don't find him a very charming <laughs> film presence.
2: Fair um,
0: enough. so yeah, that,
1: that would explain.
0: Yeah. I think that, I think that, I think that might be it. I, I, you know, I wish the tone of this movie had been more like the dinner scene
1: more often Um, oh you want you want it to be like totally zany nuts yeah
0: yeah like I like it can be a
1: lot of fun (laughs) like it can be a lot of fun
0: and and if you're gonna and if you're gonna do something like that like I think you should lean into it um and I would have been like I would have been on board for that um because it's a way for I I I think it would have been a way for Fletch to kind of it's a way for him to get in over his head without turning him into a moron (laughs) also which i think which i think would have been helpful um but so at the end of the day you know did, did i love this movie i didn't i was mildly charmed by it throughout the movie and you know as a result i'd give it a two and a half
1: yeah
2: i think that's fair i think if you are not a john Hamm fan in the end like it, it's it's hard to really <laughs> like this movie because he is he is on screen for like the whole movie yeah. really hard yeah he, he's in every scene yeah
0: and it it, it seemed like and he seems like the kind of like on paper it seems like the kind of person like i would enjoy very much but you know at the end of the day yeah. i'm not sure i do no so all right so that was that was our movie um and before we go on and get out of here um really wanted to give us what a blast from the past
1: no uh, yeah kind of right um I've referenced Reddit, Reddit before. I was kind of doing one of those doom scroll things on Reddit the other day. And um, it was one of those questions. It was like, hey, what's your favorite movie from 1994? And I was like, oh, I remember watching a bunch of things in the theater that year. But then it lists all the movies on there. And there is just a fuckload of movies. So I thought it'd be fun for us to, one, like, I'll, maybe I can zip through a lot of these very quickly, like the names. And I was really curious to know like what's your favorite movie from there what movie do you think doesn't hold up and like what's one that you maybe haven't seen or want to see so real fast ace ventura pet detective airheads blank check bullets over broadway chung ching chung king express clear and present danger clerks the crow dumb and dumber eat Drink Man Woman, Edward, The Flintstones, Forest Gump, Four Weddings and a Funeral, Hoop Dreams, Hudsucker Proxy, In the Mouth of Madness, Interview with the Vampire Jr., Legends of the Fall, Lee on the Professional. I didn't even know that came out that year. The Lion King, Little Giants, Little Rascals, Little Women, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, The Mask, Maverick, Natural Born Killers, Neil, New Nightmare, Once Were Warriors, Page Master, Pulp Fiction, Quiz Show, Reality Bites. How am I doing, guys? River Wild, Shawshank Redemption, The Specialist, Speed, Star Trek Generations, Paul, Street Fighter, time cop true lies wolf wider
0: wow that is a lot of movies a lot of movies a little in the title too
2: yeah that's kind of weird right
1: i don't think that should be in my format while well, i read them i'll do every week but i probably got it out in under a minute i yeah. remember going to see true lies in the movie theater on the same day i believe that i saw forrest gump in the movie theater
2: interesting hmm.
0: that is interesting um that's, that's quite man,
2: a double feature
1: favorite, favorite favorite movie on there the one thing that jumped out to me we kind of talked about this pre-show is like ace ventura the mask and dumb and Dumber all in the same year i saw dumb and Dumber three times in theaters that year
2: yeah i cannot believe those are all in the same year that's it's it's, it's in, absolutely insane yeah i definitely had it in my head that he, those were like all like two years apart or so i thought ace ventura came out forever
1: before that's what he was like in Living Color, then Ace Ventura. He was a huge movie star, and then the other two came out. But like, have all three of those movies in a year? He must yeah. have gone from like kind of like Fire Marshal Bill to like the most famous comedy they actor. They were all in the,
2: world. the same year, and then the next year he was in Batman Forever, which like I definitely remember him getting yeah. cast as the Riddler and all that. But like, it's same it's kind of same thing as what you're saying, where it's like I remember him being like the biggest star when he was cast in Batman Forever. Where it was like, there was like a little bit of like, well, I don't know how this is gonna go, but like, of course Jim Carrey, right? Like he's huge, and it's like I can't yeah. believe he was huge, and it was a thing where it was like, yeah, he's huge on the on the strength of three movies that had come out like the year before, right? It's crazy. Oh,
1: what do you think about Clerks? Clerks came out this year. That was like your <laughs> jam for a while.
0: It is it is wild so- to me, like the things that came, out, like the fact that like Clerks. And Reality Bites came out in the same
1: year. Feels that is that is bizarre. mind-breakingly yeah. insane to me. Yeah, um, Pulp Fiction, Pulp Fiction too, man.
2: Right. Yeah. And that, I, mean, I know because it's like obviously like Pulp Fiction and Forrest Gump were like the two big contenders for like it was going to be one of those two movies for Best Picture that year. Like, and I very clearly remember that. Yeah. I mean, that was that was a big year for for film, like just just in terms of the Oscar movies, because it's like it was like those two, and like then you got Shawshank in there you know which like you know is like for whatever it is like the consensus like you know best movie on like imdb when you know people rate it
1: mm-hmm. it's like
2: always the one that's at number one
1: i think that's the most overrated on the list i think it's good but do i think it's the best fucking I, movie I, ever I, like, I, it's, it's I, like it's like it's good think, but yeah. like,
2: i'll put I'll, I'll, I'll put two movies out there so it's like i think you have to kind of say shawshank and again, I feel the same way. I really like Shawshank Redemption. Like I would like heartily recommend it to anyone who hasn't seen it for whatever reason or didn't know about it. it be like, oh yeah, you got to watch the Shawshank Redemption. But at the same time, like you said, it's like the fact that it is like always like the number one rated movie on, on IMDb. It's like, it is not the best movie of all time by a long shot as, as much as I like it. And I like it a lot. And the other movie I would mention that I feel like I guess maybe not so overrated like like I, I guess that's a difference like <clears throat> the Shawshank Redemption holds up like it's not a movie that doesn't hold up it's just not the best movie of all time mm-hmm. this movie I feel like doesn't maybe hold up quite the same way I
0: think I, w- the, I wonder if we're
2: thinking of the same movie Nish go ahead know, I'm gonna say The Crow is the one that I what that I was gonna say oh it's interesting. a movie that I feel like was like a big fucking deal and it's like I um my dad was actually watching part of it like yeah the last time I was over at my parents place I was like I like happened to I was like doing I put the kids to bed come down and I was like is this the crow and he's like yeah he's like it was on and I was like huh and then I watched like it wasn't the whole movie but I watched part of it and I was like yeah this isn't like I remember liking this movie a fair amount like when I first saw it and I feel like so much of it was the aesthetic which now just kind of feels played out right I think
0: that I mean in my mind it's hard to overrate that movie because I don't think it's rated very highly now
2: um fair. I may maybe there's a lot of mystiques surrounding it because of Brandon Lee and like this his death and everything. Yeah, maybe maybe, yeah. maybe maybe that's the main thing about it.
0: For me though, the, the the overrated movie I was gonna put on this list and I'll probably catch heat for this was
2: Pulp Fiction. I think Pulp fiction Boo. Pulp Fiction my favorite movie on here.
0: I think yeah. I think Pulp Fiction is the I liked it fine when I saw it. Revisiting it more recently, I think it's pretty mediocre.
2: Disagree. Uh, properly rated. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. You another
1: movie.
0: These are opinions. <laughs> everyone, like everyone, was so like gushing over the fact that like it's it's out of sequence and like it's it's huh. you know this uh, this
1: amazing like filmmaker movie. It's like eh, it's, it's fine. Legends of well, the Fall. Here, is that uh, a Brad uh, Pitt movie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And he also had an interview with a vampire the same year. Also.
2: Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, this was like when Brad Pitt was becoming a big thing. People were working hard. 12 Monkeys was maybe the next year or two years later. It was 96, I think, maybe. It was 95 or 96. Um, yeah, I, I sorry, going back to Pulp Fiction for a second. I will agree with you that I think the, the like, everything it got about being, like, out of sequence is overblown, where it's just like, yeah, okay, like, it's not like movies had never been out of sequence before. Yeah. Um, the two things I will say is I think it was extremely influential on movies being out of sequence after that. Like I feel that's like they were all true. trying to they were all trying to emulate Pulp Fiction. And I guess what I'll say again, you obviously may disagree, is like I think that movie like like it's not the out of sequenceness of it that I like about that movie. Like that's fine, um, but it's not like like when I watch that movie and like it, it's not like, like it's so brilliant that they go back to this part. Like like I don't care about that quite so much. Like I just yeah. I, I for, for me I just think it's like a very very well done movie I like the way it's shot I like the dialogue and the way that the dialogue loops back in I feel like it's a yeah to me to, to me I just think it's like a fairly tight movie it's still probably my favorite soundtrack of his as well
0: yeah for me like as the more Quentin Tarantino I see the less Quentin Tarantino I like um and and I think that there is some of that taint falls back on some of his earlier movies for me. I can understand that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's two movies on here that I'd be curious if they hold up. Which number 1, I used to love the movie Airheads. Really? Especially the scenes that had Adam Sandler and Chris Farley, in, like they just like slayed me. And I, I then, have never um, seen that movie. We should watch it. I mean, Brandon Fraser, classic. Yeah, no, I was then, gonna uh, say Brandon Fraser. Who's, that you know, was the movie that kind of really. I mean, he was famous, but that one like really. It was like he had a string of that and Sino Man, a bunch of other ones. And I used to really like the movie
2: Maverick with Mel Gibson. That movie's like it. It is like that is by no means a great movie, but it's like kind of like it's got like you know it's it's like was enjoyable. It's like a pleasantly fun movie. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it's having fun. That's that's the way I feel about that movie. Forrest Gump is a movie where it's like for a long time I feel like the fashionable thing to do was just like fucking jump all over Forrest hate Gump. On it. Yeah, and and I do feel like it has significant problems. Like, but I have come back around to like the things I like about it. I guess mm-hmm. I'll say, which is that it's like as a as I've gotten older and started like crying at everything when, when shits <laughs> on it. It's like I I do like you know, like, like Tom Hanks won best actor for it. And I don't necessarily think it's like his best performance. Like he's had a lot of really good performances, um, but there are pieces in there and there, and there are parts of it where it's like a little bit like, you know, 30 years on, like, you're kind of like, man, like playing this, like, you know, the, the way this is played, it's like a little, eh. um, but I will say like the scene where towards the end of the movie, where he meets up with Jenny again, and she like, and and he meets her son, and she tells him that 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 he sees his dad, Haley Joel Osment's dad. Um, he also sees dead people. Yes, exactly. They they they, they, <laughs> they don't get to that part. <laughs> yeah, if they had if they had been able to make Forrest Gump too, that's that's what it would have been about. Um, his acting in that scene, I makes me tear up every time. It's it it is all about the part. Um, I, I'm getting so specific here, but it's all about the part where it's like after, after he learns his son, like the first question he has. He, and I forget the way he says it. He's like, it's like, is he smart is he like or, me? or is he, yeah. and he and he like chokes up. And I feel like it's like the realization that it's like, he didn't want to fucking have kids. Cause he was afraid they'd be stupid. And it's like, it's so heartbreaking and he plays it so well. It's like, it's like surprisingly underplayed in a way. Anyway, it's, it's like finding like little, like, it's like, I will fast forward straight past if like if it happens to be on like I will just leave for the shit parts where it's like the dude who like wipe he wipes his thing on the shirt and it's like the smiley face and it's like oh I'm gonna make shirt out of this or like he like comes up with the shit happens look like thing. it's like that shit it's just like good God did you have to work every fucking thing into this movie um, like I can't <laughs> yeah. stand those parts but like it is you know there's there's a heart at the center of that movie and i think it like that part works better than i think i gave it credit for when i was younger
0: in in a way it's like it's when you describe that niche in a way it's kind of like a modern day prequel where it's like they feel they need to just give you
2: the origin story of everything totally that that's absolutely what it is yeah yeah and, and and that's the part like i didn't mind like you know it's like because that's sort of you know that's like kind of the whole shtick with forrest gump it's like the, the fact that he like met all the presidents and like you know became a billionaire and was like a ping pong champion besides and like a war hero and all that it's like yeah that's fine and he's like finds himself in like you know all these like important things and important places but like when it starts getting to like you know he happens to be in like the like in the Watergate and like calls the police because he sees the break-in and like like that kind of it's like okay like okay <laughs> like 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 that's you know it gets to be a bit much but anyway this is my long-winded way of saying that it's like if you would asked me that question like 15 years ago like I feel like I would have without hesitation said Forrest Gump is the most overrated movie on this list but like now it's kind of like I've, I, I feel like it's for so many years it's been so fashionable to just hate on Forrest Gump and also like I feel like I've come back around to it in some ways. Fifteen years ago, that would have been about episode one forty six for us. Yes, absolutely. Like like mid first run Podflicks. If we had had this question, I would have been like, "Fuck Forrest Gump," and I would have been, yeah.
0: I, I do. I want to. I want to lodge a meta complaint with the list that we're looking at right now because all of the movies are hyperlinked, but they're hyperlinked to the YouTube trailer of the movie and not to the IMDb oh, page for those movies. That is fucking weird, which I just don't like. I want to talk about though. How I, many
1: of, wait wait? Yeah.
2: How many of those movies begin with "In a World"? Because yeah, right. <laughs> this is nineteen ninety four. That's right. We are we are getting right to the "In a World" time. Um, I do want to
0: talk about True Lies though, because I feel like if you talk about movies. I would imagine that are underrated. I would imagine that for people that saw this movie back in the nineties, it's probably not underrated, but for anyone afterwards, I'll bet you it is because that movie is so much better than it has any business being.
2: Oh Uh, yeah. Tom Arnold is great in that movie. And 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 and, and Jamie Lee Curtis is is amazing in that movie. And and Jamie Lee Curtis has a hard role, I would say, like in terms of like everything she has to go through in that movie. Um, and She's how ass kicking she is at the end of it, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: She has the best line. Yes, the code word Boris. <laughs> and your code word is Natasha.
2: <laughs> no, Doris.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh yeah, no, that phenomenal. is that yeah. is a good movie. And fucking Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton's so fucking. Oh yeah, in he's in. He's so fucking weaselly in that movie. Um, what's his name in that movie? Simon is that his name? Oh, I don't yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah, I think so, right? Um, yeah, the one thing I'd say, for anybody who hasn't seen True Lies, like, the one thing I would say is that um, it, it I think, Arnold Schwarzenegger's decisions, his character's decisions, not him, his character's decisions in that movie will come across as fairly regressive. I feel like they did at the time, um, and I think it, that it would only have become worse it, with, with time.
0: That's interesting, because I, I haven't seen that movie in probably 15 years so
2: there's probably a lot big parts of it i'm not remembering well just like the general like well i i, I guess i won't spoil it if anybody hasn't seen it and wants to see it it's we're not doing a true lies review but uh, but yeah it was yeah. a movie made in the early 90s Yeah, yes and it, yes exactly and 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 like parts of the plot like the actual plot i think are i i could see someone not kind of being like oh this is icky um but it is really Remember it eliza is a yeah. douche <laughs> eliza douche plays as like teenage bratty daughter yeah mm-hmm. so weird like a good probably what like a good like five years or so before she was like before like you know like bring it on and like buffy and like stuff like that yeah she's just a bratty kid yeah um what else on this list so so ones that i haven't seen that i'd like to see here probably the one that is like been on my list for a long time i know next to nothing about it but i know it's like pretty highly regarded would be chunking express uh this is right. this is a, yeah like that's that's probably the one i chunking express i think is a wong car y movie right um if i clicked on this and it went to the imdb page i would know immediately but i don't <laughs> yes, i just
1: i just fell for that also I know.
2: it's like a- fuck you so, yeah, that that's definitely one. I've seen most of these Like now when I look at it. yeah. Um, I, I haven't have watched a lot of movies back then, dude. So yeah. I, I just went through Absolutely. and
0: counted. Um, I saw 12 of those movies in the theater that year, um, which is crazy to think there was a time I went to 12 movies in a year. Uh, but there's probably more movies that we went to that year that aren't on the list. Um, and I've seen a lot right. of them. I haven't seen Wyatt Earp. Um, and I, I would kind of like either. to see that movie.
1: I remember being bored watching it, but I but I have a feeling I'd like it more as an adult versus a 15-year-old kid. Yeah, I suspect that's probably true.
2: I
0: think I would feel the same way.
1: So Street Fighter, was that Van Damme? Did he do Street Fighter
2: and Time Cop? Yes. Yeah, I why mean, not? It is Street Fighter. I mean, it is Van Damme, right? He was Guile, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was definitely Time Cop. Time Cop, the
0: movie that was predicated basically as look how... Much Van Damme can do a split on a
1: countertop. <laughs> right?
0: so I, I remember that let's, was like in every preview for that movie.
1: Let's make a movie around that. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. I don't care what you say. There's definitely major issues with time travel in the way at all. Like it, it's worse than Looper. I think.
0: The only thing I remember from that movie is the 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 anchor part is like the same matter can't op- can't occupy the same space, and that's like right. The running thing in that movie. I haven't seen it. That's that's a movie I haven't seen since I saw it in the theater.
1: There's a lot of space time continuum issues with that movie. Uh, I right. kind of want to see it now. I, I, there's a lot of these movies I want to see. Yeah. Should we review it? Should we do time comp? <laughs> so can you find it anywhere? Is it even available? Who knows? I can tell you where the fucking YouTube trailer is, but I don't know if I can find the movie. It's so
0: weird. Like I, like I saw Ed Wood in the theaters when it came out. Like, why did I go see that movie? I I don't. What else were you doing? I guess so. But
2: I I certainly did. Edward was a good movie. I didn't see it in theaters, but it was a good movie. Um, Yeah, like a lot of like this is a very good year for movies. Like looking at this list, like it's like there are a lot of like very good movies on this list. And there are a lot of movies that even if I wouldn't call them good, I would be like, yeah, these are definitely worth watching. Or they're like quite fun or like, you know, like that kind of thing. What's you guys talking about? Overrated, underrated.
0: What? How do you guys generally weigh in on four weddings and a funeral? Because I feel like and, I, and the reason I'm asking is because I feel like there was a time that movie was pretty highly rated. And it's I think it's also entered a period of like, it's cool to hate this movie.
2: I don't hate it. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. Um, I really don't like Angie McDowell in it, and not Angie, Andy McDowell in it, which is, I guess, mm-hmm. kind of an issue. Here we are. Um, is that Because they have no chemistry together in that movie. Yes. and 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 she just kind of bugs me overall in the movie um i would say because it's it's really for for me the
0: thing i like about that movie is all the friends the friend group yes. in that movie like yeah that yeah, movie. yeah yeah
2: yeah absolutely um i would I, say this is one of those this is
1: one of those movies that i probably saw and i don't remember i saw i, do, I don't remember it at all if i saw what it, i but i bet you if it came on i'd be like oh yeah i remember
2: yeah it. i, I mean what what i remember it for honestly the most is the the elegy at the funeral like the, yeah, the, the, uh, the poem like john hannah reading the poem which is great i mean that's that that's is, the best that part is, of the movie yeah, for sure is, it's, yeah. it's a fantastic scene like it's 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 i would say it's like worth watching the movie for that scene it's it's really good yeah and and, and like you said i i that's exactly what, what you said is true like you know it's like the leads are hugh grant and andy mcdowell but like it it is the supporting cast that is like the reason to watch that movie like they're all very good And it's got uh, it's got mr bean not, <laughs> not you know not playing mr bean that would make it a very different movie that we know of yes <laughs> right exactly yeah um the only thing i remember i i this is not a movie i have seen but the, the what i think of when i see eat drink man woman is if if i remember correctly it was nominated for best foreign language film i think at the Oscars that year and I want to say Billy Crystal was still hosting around this time and um, he made a joke at the Oscars about it which was eat drink man woman which is what Arnold which is how Arnold Schwarzenegger asked Maria Shriver on their first date <laughs> 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 it, is, it is all I think That's about that yeah <laughs> eat drink man woman it's <laughs> pretty good yep. um, you, gotta, you, you gotta think that was probably a Bruce Valanche special
0: uh before we get out of here nish anything in the mailbag we should talk about
2: yes this is um i feel like this is um this is for you paul um and i feel like this is kind of something that we have talked about before um so you know see i'll brace myself exactly (laughs) exactly this is uh so this is this is from gray gray sorry gray this is from gray and um he (laughs) i I thought i thought it was gary and then i had to look again (laughs) no gray um gray uh this this comes back to us watching prey um which rhymes with gray now that i think about it um gotta gotta get away from gray um he watch prairie next time yes exactly (laughs) basically was asking after seeing prey um do do you feel like i think i think we talked about its connection to predator and predator 2 when the two of us had that discussion Mm -hmm. um do you feel like it makes the other predator movies um better in retrospect or worse does it tie them in in any way um and i you know i this is obviously to you because we had that discussion about a (laughs) did your watch of the predator universe, so to speak.
0: I did. Yeah. I, it, it's a good question. And what I think that prey does not overtly, but what I think it does is what a lot of movies do right now, which is, it says, I choose to be in continuity with the only move, the only previous movies I choose to include in my continuity, right? It's, it's the, the Superman returns, the, the, the Halloween kills version of like all that stuff where it's like, we're a sequel to some of these movies, but not the other ones. And yes, I know this is a prequel, not a sequel, but I feel like this movie very much
2: only cares about predator
0: and predator two. and doesn't care about the other movies. And does,
2: does, sorry, does it, um, does it contradict in any way stuff that happens in any of the other movies? Like, like, does it create a universe where it's like, Oh, well now like predators, or the predator like couldn't have happened anymore because of like some something that is mentioned in this movie, or is it kind of like, well, these still could have taken place, like it doesn't it doesn't disavow them so to speak, it just doesn't acknowledge them.
0: Yeah, it 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 doesn't it doesn't disavow them, which is why I said it's like not overt, but like it's
2: it's kind right. of my read of like eh, we're we're part of the good movies, we're not part of the bad right. movies. <laughs> just, but it's like... not like Superman Returns where it's like it it's like explicitly like right like this superman left after zod like after, right, after yeah. the events of superman 2 and superman 3 and 4 never happened
0: no it's it's not like that but my expectation going forward is if they make more of these movies more pre- if they make more predator movies which i would imagine they probably will um i would be surprised if they try to adhere to all that Other spaghetti crap. mess that was the rest of those movies yeah
2: it'll it'll be more something that jumps off like either jumps off from prey or builds on stuff that is kind of noted in some way in Predator, Predator 2 and Prey. Is kind of yeah i think
0: yeah. i think that's i think that's most likely
1: There's a lot of time and a lot of places in the world that could prequel the shit out of this thing that can make 20 movies before we get to you know the woods in 1985 or whatever did we, we did the we first
2: predator was made we had this discussion am i right in our pre- we did thing? yeah because okay. <laughs> you know, I, was, I was gonna ask and then i was like oh god this is gonna be <laughs> us fucking talking about the val kilmer documentary and my kids liking fucking what? top fucking <laughs> music I, again <laughs> I, I wasn't there for that
1: episode so sorry yeah, no, no,
2: it's fair i i if, if i remember correctly because i'm remembering it now and and I'm, i imagine we mentioned this but like i think one of the things we talked about maybe was like the predator showing up in like feudal japan with like fucking samurais oh, cool.
0: sure yeah if I, I don't know if i mentioned this at the time or not but like there's there's a video game series that I used to be familiar with, which I'm not anymore called Assassin's Creed, where it's like, sure it takes place yeah, like yeah. different time periods in history. And like the only, there's not really much connective tissue between them, except it's like telling similar stories, but it just like jumps around. And I feel like they could kind of do the same thing if they wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, although after thinking about it some more, like I would love a, let's call it a, I would love a sequel to predator two that undoes the rest of the movies. And kind of resets everything, and just just make it. Let's just say we're doing that, and and keep making good Predator movies and stop making bad ones. <laughs> That's all I the want. Universe.
1: You want a commitment, yeah? It's
2: like, guys, guys, we'll find out all all the bad Predator movies were in the other multiverse.
1: Yeah. I like the
2: idea of that as a pitch too. Like in, in in a studio, it's like, all right, so like first thing, like it's gonna be a Predator movie. We want it to be a good movie. What do you guys think about that? That's 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 our twist here.
0: <laughs> I mean, if you if you just run by the numbers, the the odds that any given predator movie are going to be good, aren't that high?
2: <laughs> They're under 500. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. How All many right. how many predator movies have there been? Okay. Now now that Prey is is so there's the Prey Seven. Predator Definitely. Predator
0: to Predators, The Predator Aliens versus predator alien versus predator two is that is that requiem
2: or is that, or is that or is that or is that the third one no uh
0: ooh that's the th- i think that's the th-
2: oh god See, so there's alien, know, so, so there's alien versus predator alien versus predator two and alien versus predator requiem
0: uh i didn't what? make that
2: up right that is a movie alien <laughs> versus predator requiem
0: no i think that so your aliens versus predator requiem is the third okay alien so there's versus a, predator there's three, three of
2: those yeah Okay, so that makes eight, right? Yes. Okay, so yeah, and three out of eight. Three out of eight. Yeah. Got to bring that average up a bit. 500, that's right. You need to make two more good Predator movies to get to 500. Five out of 10.
0: You heard of Danny Trachtenberg. Make two good Predator movies. <laughs>
2: Come that's what made Prey, right? Yes. <laughs> yes, okay. Made one. Two. That's right.
0: Um, well, if you loved that discussion based on your email and you wanted to get your own question answered, how could they do that dish?
2: You can email us at talk to at gmail.com. Excellent. Um,
0: I have nothing else to say about this. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye.